and welcome to another episode of Comical Podcast. This is Justin Corbett. With yeah. me is... Your boy from the hood! Gail Garza. What up? We're also uh, joined by our guest that we promised you guys, Mr. William Easy. Say hi, Will. Hello to my uh, tens and tens of fans out there. <laughs> That's more than we got. <laughs> and of course, my lovely wife Heather is here. What's up? That's it? That's it. All right. I'll, that's all I want to say. <laughs> I'll say more throughout, so don't worry. I'll keep everybody. Don't worry, everybody. We know that she's your favorite, so she'll keep making these little comments, yes, <laughs> making you laugh. I'll just pick on them. That's 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 really all I have to do. It's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get right into it. Let's talk to Mr. William Easy. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Will. Well, my addiction first started. Whoa. Oh, this isn't one of those shows. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, no, just a young enthusiast. Uh, I enjoy comic books, uh, the color green, um, except on certain people. It doesn't fit them very well. But uh, on most others, it's pretty good color. Hulk, Aquaman. So you like big hulking dudes is what you're telling me. <laughs> no. I'm just asking. <laughs> you, named, you named Hulk? Who's the biggest hulking dude of them all? Yeah, and Aquaman. He's got those who's a hands. gay dude in spandex. No, he's not. Come on now. Nah, Aquaman's all right. He's pretty. He's pretty good. Who else is green? That lantern guy. He's pretty cool. John Stewart. Not so Kyle much. Kyle Rayner. No, we're not going there today. Not today. <laughs> Hal Jordan. <laughs> Hal Jordan's all right, what's especially when he's rocking the Necron. But, what's, uh, what's wrong with John Stewart? Okay, yeah, so. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know we were going into this this early, but we can. So, Miguel, what happens normally, because I know you used to be into the Green Lantern. Yeah, until they kind of messed it up. Yeah. So what happens when a Green Lantern takes his ring off? Let's say Hal Jordan takes his ring off. What happened when when he was in space the other day? Uh, he winds up in his civilian clothes. Right. Uh, his jacket. And he, almost, and, and he almost died on an alien planet, suffocating. The ring was yeah. ripped off. A new uh, sapphire was there trying to kill him. But Jon Stewart, when he takes his ring off, he has no clothes on. Okay. Sounds like a good deal to me. <laughs> Whoa. When I, wake Whoa. Up, when I wake up in the morning... Big sexy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you're not nude? No. And I certainly put clothes on before going outside. John Stewart has been in the military. Okay. Don't he, ask, don't tell. He's an architect. He is a congressman. Or a senator, sorry. A senator. And right? he's a nudist. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> With someone so educated, he can't put clothes on? If you want to walk around with your stuff shaking, you can, man. Oh, Free country. No, no, no. Anyway, so other green people I like. Green Hornet's pretty cool. He's uh, pretty badass. He's pretty cool. Did you like the movie? Not so much. Uh, I thought it was rushed. And if you didn't know who the Green Hornet was, you probably left thinking it was a really poor movie. I thought it was okay. But it was just okay. It's all right. There was no big naked black guy in it. Is that what you were having problems with? I'm just asking. <laughs> Are we going back to comic palooza now? Oh, dear. No, okay. let's, let's hear that story. We're not hearing that story. No, so, okay, I'm going to tell a story then. So Will and I go to comic palooza, which is uh, Houston's Comic-Con, run by my friend John Simons. Yeah, I got stuck at work. We yeah. tried to get Miguel to go, but he couldn't make it that time. So Will and I go to comic palooza. My first time. For Will's first time. Sure. And last time. <laughs> and... You know, they do panels and whatnot there, and Will and I decided we were going to go and listen to one of the podcasting panels, because, you know, I was looking for advice on what to do starting this show, and we were a few minutes into the show, and Will said, hey man, i got to go to the bathroom, we'll be back. So Will left, and I sat there, and I listened to the whole 45-minute p- panel. Time kept going by, I was like, where, where is Will? I haven't seen him forever, I wonder what happened. I got, a, I got a pretzel during that time as well. In the bathroom? No. There was a lady yes, in the hallway. A- <laughs> there was a nice old lady in the hallway selling pretzels, and I was hungry, and we had to sit through traffic to get back home, so I figured I'd get a pretzel on the way. Don't you know okay. every Houston bathroom has a pretzel stand? <laughs> yes. 
Anyhow, he finally made it back in, and I was like, what happened, man? He didn't want to tell me at first, but he finally opened up, and he's like, well, I was trying to find the place, and I got lost on the way back. And I kept opening doors, trying to find the right panel room, and I opened this one door, and they were doing body painting. Sounds like interesting concept, but okay. I'm with you. And there was a, a big naked black dude in there getting body painted. Nice. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Help me out here. I don't want to come off a little racist here, but what kind of paint? I don't remember the same. I mean, um, I'm brown per se, so you could put paint on me and you'll actually see it. I'm assuming he was light skinned? I don't remember. I mean, because you're fairly light skinned. So you you could see paint on you. (laughs) So Aquaman is a husband. (laughs) Well, let let me just ask you this Did you give the guy two dongs up or two dongs down? So Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Who else is green? It's our level of thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, okay. So we've been two dongs down. So, anyways, I mean, I enjoyed Comic Palooza. Besides that, that was this is a pretty fun trip. Are you gonna go with us this year? Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe. And we run to certain artists. No. <laughs> I, I think I'll stay to the uh, exhibition room this time. I'll stay downstairs. Didn't he get a drawing done? At uh, Comic Palooza, yeah, we don't drawings. have to go into that. I got a few drawings done. Comic Palooza is a lot. Of fun. So back back to Will's favorite heroes. So we got Hulk, we got Aquaman. Aquaman is pretty cool. And we got Hal Jordan. I, I do like Hal Jordan from Green Lantern. Um, I thought they ended the series fairly well before they destroyed it. Even before Jeff Jones stopped writing. Yes. I did hear your line earlier. It sounded kind of nasty. Something about rocking the Necron. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that, I missed this. That was his best. That was his best issue. <coughs> I thought um, his, the finale. Yeah, I remember that. I guess the was first, quite first well. that was really good. Sinestro comes with you know Parallax and how Jordan comes with Necron and they defeat the first laner. We spend 30, 40 issues watching Kyle Rayner run around, cry in a corner, you know, collect a bunch of color rings, and then he gets punched in the face once and he's out of the fight. You don't like the Jesus allegory, Green Lantern? I do not like him. He's worthless. He's weak. He's the only Lantern that gets to choose what his suit looks like. All the other Lanterns, it just dawns on them. Guy Gardner, pretty cool. You know, he's rocking the police trench coat. But that kind of just dawns on him. Kyle Rayner gets to choose. His girlfriend says, hey, why don't you change what your suit looks like? He can choose anything. And so he can distinguish himself from... Jordan, and what he does instead is make his suit even tighter on his body. <laughs> and I'm just like, why, why would you do that? I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, if you had the number one costume that you could wear, if you had to pick a costume, what, what would be in your costume? Besides Miguel, I already know what he would wear. What would I wear? I'll let Justin answer that one. <laughs> Harley outfit? No. <laughs> I'm dressing like the Punisher. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so you're more of a trench coat, guns on your hips. Shoot people first, ask questions later, yes. Okay. Dark colors. I'm Batman. Okay, and it's pretty cool. Bat- yeah, Batman rocks that look as well. Uh, Superman, except more American, red, white, and blue. You know, your favorite Kyle Rayner didn't get his ring the way Hal Jordan and everybody else did. <clears throat> of course. His came from Ganthet. Right, and totally old creepy you know. person. No love for the Red Lanterns? Now that Guy Gardner's over there, I thought about picking it up, but... After John left the Green Lantern series, I kind of killed the whole thing. So but they changed artists. Don't like the new art. Not very good. Yeah, we dropped it too. We've, we've dropped a lot of DC books. We've moved away from T- DC quite a bit. He's still reading Larflees. Well, Larflees is the only Lantern book that has any interest for me whatsoever. He's an orange rat. Dog. <laughs> and he wants everything to be his. Mine. 
<laughs> and he has a better suit than no, he Kyle does, Rayner. He does have a better suit than Kyle Rayner. I'm just saying. Mogo has a better suit than <laughs> Kyle Rayner. The he wears nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can't argue with that. Justin, if you were to have any suit, your your suit, what would you have on? Um, Definitely not a cape. And definitely not anything form-fitting. You'd be red. I don't know. I'd probably dress like Kid Deadpool. Okay. The hoodie with the logo and the baggy pants with the cargo utility stuff. Dress like dog poop? No, I think Kid Deadpool would be the... Square poop? Heather, what would you wear? The look. I'm pretty particular to Wonder Woman, so maybe Batgirl. She's pretty She's pretty hot. You dress like Batgirl? Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wonder Woman's pretty tough. She's like an Amazon woman. She does have those bracelets on. Yeah. They're shiny. Yeah. Absolutely. I am a sparkly girl, so can't lie about that. We talked about Wonder Woman had to be six feet tall and an Amazonian. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, my wife is only 4'11". <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. So she can't really pull off the Wonder Woman look. But Barbara Gordon, you could definitely oh, yeah. steal some ideas from her. I don't know. I could rock a sword. You know. <laughs> go, go with the Jon Stewart look and carry a sword. <laughs> People would run. <laughs> I think you're more Guy Gartner with the sword. You got the Manhattan now? <laughs> So, get ready with the sword. <laughs> I've got two swords! Run! <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, anyway, so... One acts like a gun. I mean, since since this show is about me today, I used to watch the show Firefly. Uh, the movie Serenity was really good. Dark Horse just launched a new series. Picked up the first issue, really liked it. I thought they could make a really good spinoff on television with it, bring it back if the network yeah, pick it up. Firefly's a fan favorite. Uh, it's written by Joss Whedon. There was a movie Serenity which continued the storyline and killed off a few key characters, but we never really got that closure we were looking for with the story. Uh, so there was, like Will just said, a new series that started from Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. I was going to pick it up, but I, I completely screwed that up and forgot. So, yeah, I got the first issue in the variant cover. Whoa, look at you now, Mr. Variant Cover. Uh, it was only $3. It's $3. $3.50, which is really weird because most comics are $2.99, $3.99. Actually, a lot of the independent so. distributors have been going to a three fifty pricing system. Uh, I, I say $0.49. Cents. I didn't get my 10% discount this time, but that's okay. Uh, the storyline picks up. Not much in there. Um, just real good opening, introducing a few new characters, a few new bad guys. Um, looks like it has a lot of potential. Like I said, not much happened in there. A lot of talking. It was a very thick book. So if you're not into reading, I would not pick it up. Um, well, if you're not into reading, you shouldn't be getting comic books anyway. <laughs> <laughs> unless, you're, unless you like Batman. Unless you like the Dark Knight. Exactly. Whoa, whoa, unless you whoa, like whoa. the Dark Knight and you want pretty pictures. Are we talking about hey. this shit again? <laughs> really? So, we had this discussion, and I gave my two cents, and I think I was right. So oh, you listen to the podcast. <laughs> that was a good one, but uh, I'm but more than any other book, there's a lot of literature in this one, so it takes a lot of time reading. It was probably a good 10, 15 pages longer than any other book that I've picked up, almost like an annual. I don't know if it's just because it's their first issue, but it's pretty good. Uh, there's one frame in the whole book I didn't like, and that's just for personal reasons, so if that continues, I probably won't continue the series, but it was pretty good. So it has promise. I, like I said, the storyline, when it picked it up, I think they could turn it into a series. Putting your stuff in some sleeves and backs? Protect it? Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Cool. Well, I'm definitely going to have to pick it up. I, I had Bedrock put a copy in my box, but I didn't get it Wednesday because I had too many other things I had to pick up. And as we've already said, this, this is an expensive hobby. <laughs> so, yes. so, so okay, speaking of the books we picked up this week, Miguel, I know Will didn't read everything, but uh, what did you feel was your top two and bottom two of the week? Top two. Top two by far. Punisher number one. Totally loved it. It was a good book. 
shoot first, ask questions later. You know, the scene where he blows up the top of a building. But that was number two. My number one book, Superior Carnage Annual. Not annual, annual. <laughs> Here we go with these annuals again. <laughs> He's back. It's a good story. I enjoyed it. He teamed up again. He went on a killing spree. I'm a carnage kind of guy, so those were my top two. Um, okay. My bottom two, well, let's, what are your top two first before we go to that? I'll agree with you on Superior Carnage Annual. Um, <clears throat> Colin Bond is one of my favorite writers uh, of the current crop. Uh, he's another one that I really enjoy, just like I enjoyed Rick Remender. I thought the Carnage Annual was fantastic. We finally got to see the Carnage symbiote reunited with Cletus Cassidy and brought back to his full glory. Uh, you know, he's he's back to being a maniacal killing machine who has no regard for human life whatsoever, and that's the best way to write Carnage. And the only way to write him, <clears throat> the only way to write him properly. <laughs> Are you a Peter Parker guy? Oh my gosh. I like crying with you guys like him, oh. Kyle Rayner, Robin. <laughs> oh, wait, no, we just get it, should be did we just get it on tape that he loves Kyle Rayner? Yes, we did. <laughs> no. I love Kyle Rayner. I love Kyle Rayner. <laughs> Cut that. Give me some John Stewart. Give me some John Stewart. <laughs> so, what was your second book? My second favorite book of the week was a book by J. Michael Straczynski, uh, Apocalypse Owl. It's a book about the end of the world, starring this girl who is uh, in the business of preventing the end of the world. It's been in her family for generations and generations. That's what they've done. And, you know, she has to fight some pretty crazy monsters in this book. And, you know, it has a real good foreshadowing of what's going to come. So I really enjoyed that. I'd say The Punisher was probably my third pick. Uh, it was a really good take on The Punisher. And I'm looking forward to seeing what those guys can do with the character. As far as worst books, what did you think? This week, you know, <coughs> I had that one book we talked about, uh, Marvel Knights Spider-Man. But, honestly, it wasn't bad. And I went back and reread it again, the ending. So it wasn't that bad at all. So I really don't have a bad book this week. I don't really think there was anything that wasn't that was really crappy. Everything seemed to be good to me. Had a decent story. You know. He's he's complained about Marvel Knights Spider Man since yeah, issue well, one. He he read the first book and he regretted picking it up. And I forced him to read the rest of the series. Every single time, I got an earful about how he didn't like the artwork, how it was too chaotic, too crazy. Remember what we said. Shitty art, man. Shitty art. Wait, it's worse than the Puerto Rican uh, Justice League you got me that one time? <laughs> hey, look. The Puerto Rican Justice League at least had decent art. This thing looks like... It had a Puerto went, Rican flag on the front cover. Well, aren't you Puerto Rican? Oh. Oh, my bad. <laughs> well, it looks like... Yeah, when, when, like when, the, when the Justice League had the 50 States variants, they also had a Puerto Rico one. So Will asked us to pick him up a copy of the Justice League book. For so Texas. Of course, Miguel, for, for Miguel, Texas. <laughs> I'm a Texan. Miguel and I both got ourselves Texas copies, and we got him Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's not even a state. But sadly, like I said, the Marvel Knights Spider-Man looks like someone just went bleh, and there's the art. Oh. Well, it's supposed to be trippy. He's been he's been affected by some kind of toxin, and he's all disoriented because he doesn't know where he is, and he's fighting villain after villain after villain. And the book kind of gives you the same feel of what he's going through because it's so chaotic and because the artwork is so wildly out of control. I don't think it's bad. It's just very different. It tries to draw you in in a different way than art usually does. It's shit. <laughs> I know you don't appreciate it, but that's basically what the, the artist was trying to convey. I feel like I should have hit something before I started reading the book. Like, you'd be like, hey, can I get a score? Oh, yeah, it makes sense now. No. <laughs> <laughs> that may have helped things. I can't say for sure it wouldn't have. <laughs> But the ending was really good. I thought the last book wrapped everything up nicely. It, it wasn't my favorite book I've been reading or anything, but it was not bad. Marvel Knights Hulk. Marvel Knights Hulk is way better. Way better. Yeah, way better. I'll give you that. As far as my worst book of the week, um, I've got to give it to the Star Wars. Not 
Dark Knight's Star Wars ongoing, which takes place between New Hope and Empire. Yes. The Star Wars is a comic book adaptation of George Lucas' original screenplay for Star Wars. And all the same characters that you know and love from Star Wars are in the book, but they're all in different roles than you expect them to be or that you've come used to them being in. And I'm really just not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. I'm still collecting it because I want to have the whole series, but... And it's Star Wars. And it's Star Wars, and I'm a big Star Wars fan, but... uh, Doesn't sound like it. Hater. Tracky. Unfortunately, yeah, it's a Spock on. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think the original screenplay is nearly as good as the version we actually got on film. So wait, really? You thought the film was better? Oh, the original Star Wars. Okay, sorry. Yes, I'm not talking. Sorry. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I mean, I like prequel stuff that you're in love with. I love Jar Jar Binks, but if I mean, okay, so wow, black naked guys, <laughs> Kyle Rayner, Jar Jar Binks. Whoa. This guy loves all the worst characters. Too much hurt? Sorry, your worst book? That was it. I think it was the Star Wars. I actually enjoyed everything else I picked up this week. But whenever I get that book, I always put it at the bottom of my pile. And I'm like, eh, I guess i got to trudge through it. And I read it, and I'm like, some of this is okay, some of this is not okay. I like the original. I like, I like the story that we saw in the films a lot better than the original screenplay. But I still want to see how he originally envisioned it, so I keep picking it up. Right, right. Nerd. My worst book of the week was, y'all know when I dropped Green Lantern, y'all had me pick up Nova. Um, you dropped Nova? No, I picked up Nova. Okay. Yeah, when, when, when he broke away from the Green Lantern, yeah, yeah. we all made that break from DC. He does the same thing. <laughs> so, and of course I'm here with Kid Nova. I, I never read the original, you know, backstories or any of that. So I just picked up with Kid Nova and... Um, Sam Alexander. Right. It's been, and he's you know, a 14-year-old kid discovering who he is, discovering his powers... Uh, much like you would with Spider-Man or Superman, except less whiny. But it's been really disappointing. Uh, the very first few issues have been very good. The last issue, um, not so great. They keep giving us snippets of his power, snippets of what he can do, small stories, and then they cut it. Sorry, Firefly had a lot of literature. Uh, Nova has none. The artwork's very good, uh, but he kind of just flies around. At one point, uh, he loses a battle because a guy puts a, mag- a magnet towards his helmet and pulls it off his head. Like, if that's all it takes to kill a Nova, uh, then there's not much to the books. But he's also really inexperienced. The yes. more experienced Nova would have had, you know, the forethought to prevent that from happening. He, he, he also helped a guy kidnap <laughs> and make a girl a slave. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know if you all read that issue, too. No, I did. I did. Um, I follow Nova. So I, I've actually enjoyed it. It's not great. It's kind of middle of the pack, but there's a lot of potential there. I'm, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and they've, they've got a few more issues before I drop it. But uh, I like the character. I like the artwork. It's better than Kyle Rayner. Keep getting it. There's some stuff that's about to go down. Okay. So what? What's going down? I'm yelling, Timber! <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, there is an upcoming storyline where the Watcher gets killed, so... Be real, real interesting to see what happens oh, there. You just, you just get away the story. No, that that's the first thing that happens. Look, if you want to do that, do it in your own house at your own time. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Trench coat guy out. <laughs> Whoa! All right, let, let, let me explain this story too. So, the week that Amazing Spider-Man 700 came out, uh, which is the episode, the issue where Peter Parker supposedly died and Doc Ock took over his body. Dude, really? <laughs> Will and I went to the comic shop and got there before it opened and our comic shop's very popular and there's a lot of variant covers that come out so there's always a line at the beginning of the day people trying to get in so we're standing in line and um, I don't know if people remember this but some of the pages from Spider-Man got leaked online 
And the story kind of got spoiled. And of course, you know, I'm always on the internet, so I saw them and I read them and I knew what was going to happen. So I was talking to Will and talking to this guy who I kind of know who's standing in line. I asked them if they had seen the pages and they said no. And they asked what happened. And I said, are you sure you want me to spoil it? They said, yeah, I don't care. So I told him. And we started talking about it. Well, there's this guy who goes to the store who is this skinny little weaselly looking guy who wears a trench coat all the time, no matter what temperature it is. And now he's coming after you. And he's like, hey, if you want to talk about spoilers and ruin the book for the rest of us, why don't you do it in your own house? You don't have to come out here and ruin my day. He was about 15 feet away from us and had absolutely no reason to be listening to our conversation. I wasn't even listening to conversation until that point. I don't know about you. I like trench coat guy. That guy is a total douchebag. Sometimes I just want to walk up to him and just give him a hug and nuzzle him for a little bit and say, what's wrong? What's wrong with That guy's such a fucking douchebag. I hope he hears this. Nah, his <laughs> guy has a girlfriend. Was but that, that, was our, that was our first altercation with this guy. He's a... Uh, He's been a douche to us on more occasions than just this. But tried, tried to mug me for some original artwork at one one point. That's true. The artwork we talked about, the Batman artwork. Really? Speaking of, where is that artwork? It's not in the studio. It's in my closet. Uh, why would you put that? <laughs> <laughs> why would you put? I mean, I know. Okay, obviously your studio is decorated with Deadpool, but it's a pretty good piece of artwork. It's on display in my closet. Oh, it's on display. It's not just like in a box somewhere. No, it's laying on top of all my comic boxes, facing outwards. It's like. I mean, you paid a hefty price for that artwork, right, Miguel? Yeah. We talked about it. talk to me because I wanted you would give it to me. I had perfectly good kiss lights to give and you wouldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> kiss! Okay. I'm sorry I didn't have a John Stewart pop figure to give you. All I could all I could manage was a Sinestro. I had a real life one next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why don't we tell this story? Let's not. <laughs> I don't know that story. I think, I think America wants to know. <laughs> I don't think America wants to know that one. Fair enough. Aww. Let's just say that a large naked man had his goodies <laughs> in Will's face earlier, and, and Will did not approve. Okay. Uh, That's the story. Why does it happen to me all the time? <laughs> all the time. Well, Including today. We won't go well. <laughs> That's a that's a horrible curse you got. <laughs> or is it a blessing? No. Which one is it for you? No. I don't understand I, it. I think that's a pretty bad curse. It is pretty bad. It's not by choice. Did you like kick a pregnant dog or something anytime in your life? I did do that once. <laughs> I did that once. Uh, it was trying to rip my leg off. That's there. karma coming back to you. <laughs> That's a weird way. If, to if, you're, if you're gonna tell the puppy killer story, you gotta tell the whole story. But did this dog have like only three legs, blind in one eye, answered to Lucky? I'm just asking. <laughs> no, no, no. Will Will used to work with us. Okay, so but he he left our job to go work. Well, hang on. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. Well, as y'all know, I was 357 pounds when I met y'all and was on a health That's kick. A huge bitch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Thank you, Miguel. <laughs> Over time, I was, I was working out, trying to get right eat healthy, work out, lost 120 pounds. But in the process, I would go jogging, okay? Um, you look really good, man. Thank you. Whoa. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to whip it out and put it in your face. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, we don't need to see so, that. I'm not contributing to your curse. <laughs> so I'm jogging through my neighborhood, and I always see these old people jogging with sticks, and I thought maybe they get tired and they lean on them. But now I know why they can carry the sticks. I was jogging, and I see a dog barking at me. And most of the time when a dog barks at you, it'll run up to maybe its, its property boundary and just stand and bark at you and gnarl its teeth. I was on the phone jogging, talking to a friend of mine, and this dog crosses the street. The owner sitting in a van just sitting there watching it, and the dog starts attacking me and trying to bite me. Well, as any normal human being would do, I would just raise my leg and start pushing it back with my foot. 
Okay, it was trying to attack me. I pushed it back, it came back at me, pushed it back, it came back and pushed it back, and then finally it stopped, and I ran off. Anyway, so we were all in the office one day, and uh, I was telling the guys a story, and I didn't know because where we worked, there was a sea of cubicles next to us. There was, how many, three girls, three or four women Those sitting there. Women. You, you know how you go to any office, and there's a group of people that sit there and listen and gossip all the time. Will, Will was telling us this story about this dog and how he was kicking much, it away from much it. Much like the trench coat guy story. Yes, Will was just telling us about this dog that he was kicking away because it was attacking him. And about 15 feet and away. And this group of girls walked up on us, and they didn't hear the rest of the story about how the dog was attacking him. All they heard was, and then I kicked this dog, and it came at me again, I kicked it again. And they were like, whoa, what the heck? We thought you were a nice guy. Why are you attacking dogs? <laughs> but Will made it worse. Will goes, well, it wasn't just a dog. It was a pregnant dog. <laughs> I have a way with words, unfortunately. And he said that as two more girls walked up. So we got five girls standing around, and all of a sudden they started calling him Puppy Killer. And unfortunately, for the entire duration of the time he worked <laughs> at that company, he was called Puppy Killer by several of those people. I still am when I go back there. Yep. We are way off topic. So, what, what, okay, let's get back to Pick of the Week. What was your Pick of the Week, Miguel? Superior Carnage, right? We were talking about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got your pick of the week right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pick of my ass. <laughs> pick of the week for me was Superior Carnage. Even though I do like the book you talked about, Apocalypse Al, a.k.a. Allison, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it, but still it's for Carnage for me. I mean, he's just like like you said earlier, kicking ass, taking names, cutting people, slashing people, taking people's faces off. That's my pick of the week. Yours? Uh, definitely the same. Uh, it was written by Colin Bunn, who, like I said, is one of my favorite writers of the current generation. Uh, he's done a bunch of Deadpool miniseries, and in April he's doing Carnage vs. Deadpool, which I cannot wait to read. Um, that's going to be such a good story. Uh, and it was drawn by Umberto Ramos, Ramos, I hope I'm saying that right, who's a fantastic artist. All around it was an excellent book. Deadpool is the worst what? You want to get thrown out of here? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you put Deadpool against Rainbow Dash, Rainbow Dash would win. Rainbow Dash? Who is that? Y'all don't know who Rainbow Dash is? No. It's only the best My Little Pony on Earth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Tell me, y'all know you are bronies. Don't, you don't have to hide Deadpool it. Deadpool would be eating horse burgers by the We're end of the day. We're all friends here. It's okay to admit. We need some pony changas. Yeah. <laughs> Holy okay. tacos. Okay. Hmm. There's no bronies here. Only you. Well, since you're talking about Deadpool, okay. I'll tell you, your favorite movie of all time. When uh, Deadpool we don't have to bring that back up again. God, why do you want to make me mad? I'm supposed to be upbeat and positive for this I podcast. I like him. That was the best X-Men movie on Earth. Wolverine Origins? Yeah. You're going to get stabbed. Gambit was amazing. Deadpool, awesome. <laughs> you didn't think so? At the beginning, he's all... Shut up. Shut up. Little hams, like, flying in the room, and Deadpool's just swinging his swords around, chopping through bullets, and then they... He was fine as Wade Wilson. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And then he duct taped his mouth shut, and it was even better. Who wants to hear that mouth? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Hold up here. Justin's gonna come through the the microphone. That's the thing that pisses me off. Movies and comics. Okay, movie people in Hollywood think they gotta change everything up. I will back you on this one. Swords come out of his freaking hands. What the hell was that? Didn't you shut him up? Which is, like, that's the biggest and appeal of that And then you point. give him lazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you mean laser beam eyes? Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. difference. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm envisioning Deadpool oh. with lazy eyes. <laughs> 
That's awesome, actually. That's one change I could go for. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is all like, <laughs> look at different directions. <laughs> the problem is, Hollywood believes that it has to change the way the no, story okay. is done in the book. They don't have to. That's not the issue. The issue is the casting. It's not the issue. Okay? You can't have Ryan Reynolds talking with Deadpool, because Ryan Reynolds is a terrible actor. Did you see him as Green Lantern? Just That's why they use the voice modulator and give him that gravelly sound to his voice. Green Lantern sucked to begin with, but Ryan Reynolds was a great Deadpool. No, he wasn't. Yes, he, yeah, he's yes. actually perfect for the role. So you're admitting that Wolverine Origins was an amazing no, cast No, 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 no. No, the I'm saying he was is... perfectly cast for the role, but the movie was completely shit as far as the writing. And his uniform in that? Amazing. Didn't even have to wear red. As Wade Wilson, sure. As Deadpool, garbage. There's so many things wrong with what they did with Deadpool in that movie. Name three. The swords? Swords. Lazy eyes. <laughs> the teleportation shit? Teleportation, having his mouth taped up. His hair was amazing. I mean, they, they got that correct, did they not? He was bald. He's not bald? He's not bald. He's got, I'm looking at the screen right there. You've got the artwork on your he's wall. He's got acne and like patchwork hair. It's not necessarily bald. He's got cancer. Oh, well. He's, his face and body are horribly pockmarked and scarred. They really showcase that. Whoa, whoa, we can't use big words here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a degree. All right, like all right Brony. <laughs> Break out the Webster. All right, all right. Let's get back on track. You know what I'm saying. There's no reason to do that. Well, like, they're, they're talking about now, there's a lot of rumors regarding the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Uh, they're doing a whole reboot, you know, all new storyline, all new cast, all new everything. But they're making a lot of unnecessary changes. Like, I've heard lots of rumors. The biggest one from this week was that Doctor Doom was being cast... As a female. I just don't see a reason that they would change Dr. Doom as a, into a female. So like, it's Victoria Von Doom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Doom does have a daughter in the comics, and if they were going that route, it would kind of make sense. But they're thinking Victor Von Doom, like the main character, but they're going to make it a female. I, I, God, I just, that sucks. I don't understand it. That's horrible. Like, some changes are okay. They, they did Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, but it didn't really matter. Samuel L. Jackson did good in that role. I, I don't think it took anything away from the story. I don't think it was a big big enough change that made a difference, but I think it's a lot easier to change race than it is to change gender. Why? Yeah, I think so. Certain characters just have to be dudes, I think. Okay, I'm saying Hollywood is sexist. Hollywood's hmm. definitely sexist. They're also racist. No, they're not. Really? I like Raisin. How many movies, how many movies have <laughs> you, you seen? Like <laughs> I like NASCAR, Derby nice. Racing, uh, Olympic Racing. How many times Wonder have you seen Wonder? a movie where the black guy dies five minutes into the movie? The only black guy. Um, seeing how I'm 40 years younger than you, I'm not. Pretty much every time. Samuel Jackson made it through the Avengers, like, yay! <laughs> Colson died. Uh, then he went to Tahiti. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a magical place. It is a magical place. By the way, that series is trash. Whoa! Oh, come on! Hold up. Yes, I know they take liberties there, too. Have you, how much of it have you watched? You only watched the first couple episodes, right? Yeah, first few episodes. Okay. I'll admit, when it first started... It didn't have the draw that most Mar- that you would expect a Marvel comic show to have. It didn't have any superheroes. It didn't have a whole lot of characters you're familiar with. It was an all-new team. But that's what they had to do to establish those characters as their own personas and to give them some depth. It reminds me of that show Heroes. Yeah, it's kind. it started out with a similar kind of feel. But season one of Heroes was actually fantastic. Then the show went to complete trash. Yeah, I agree with that. Agents of Shield has actually gotten really good. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching recently, but Tuesday's episode... Deathlock actually showed up. So they have the first real superhero has finally come into the mix. Hmm. Uh, all of the spy stuff has gotten more interesting. 
they're fighting a big organization kind of like AIM and Hi- or Hydra, except it's it's called Centipede. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that are good about it. The, the biggest draw is Sky. I think Sky's character is fantastic. Chloe Bennett plays that character. She's fantastic. And then, of course, Clark Gregg plays uh, Phil Coulson. He's fantastic. And they're, they're the biggest draw of the whole show. I enjoy the show. I think you should give it another chance. It's really good. It's not as good as Arrow. Uh, but but Shield's really good. And there's a lot of potential. It'll it'll only get better, I think. See, they took some liberties there too. And Arrow changed a little bit here, changed a little bit there. But it's still a guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's still Oliver Queen, not Olivia Queen. <laughs> that could work too. No, no, it really couldn't. No, no. Have you watched Arrow yet? Oh, whole, no, I haven't seen an episode. Olivia and Laurel. That's just you know. In the <laughs> No, there's, there's been a lot of major changes. I mean, which of the Lance sisters plays Black Canary is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, Diggle never existed in the. Wait, wait a minute. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So y'all are okay with Hollywood changing race, but not gender. So minor changes for are certain okay. roles. For certain roles. So when Christopher Nolan did The Dark Knight and completely flips Batman around, what'd y'all think about that? What do you mean flip Batman around? That's not the usual Batman that everyone knows. I mean, it's the Dark Knight, of course, but... There have been tons of comic books where Batman's been really dark and gritty. It really wasn't that big of a stretch. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think so either. I think his character should be that way. I mean, sure, you can't compare Batman the Dark Knight to Batman from 1966 with Adam West. I like Adam West. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely a a whole lot of darkness that showed up. If if that was the last exposure to Batman you had, you're like, what is this? I was waiting for a penguin to walk out, and I never saw one. (laughs) I was upset. Danny DeVito was busy. Yes, he was. No, I have problems with Hollywood. Just, oh, we don't give a damn what the story is. We're going to make it up. Like the Green Lantern? The X-Men movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The X-Men movie coming up. Patrick Stewart? No, no, no. Yeah, no, we're, we're not complaining. Don't Day- hate pontificate. Well, Days of Future Past, Wolverine goes back in time to save everybody. But really, in the story, in the comics, it was Kitty Pride. It wasn't Wolverine. But Kitty Pride, no one cares about her. She just walks through walls. But they should. Like, instead of instead of being like, oh, Wolverine's a cash cow, let's just say, keep putting Hugh Jackman yeah. and everything. Wolverine, Wolverine, Wolverine. Look, why don't they give some other X-Men exposure? Because they're trying to help the American economy. Are you not a patriot? People are going to go see X-Men regardless of what the storyline is. With Kitty Pride. It's Ellen Page. Yeah. Who doesn't like Ellen Page? This guy? Why? Right. You are strange. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. <laughs> name one good movie she's in. Do you know? Come on. You named the one bad movie? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Case in point. Thank you, Miguel. <laughs> no, not just messing with it. My uh, personal favorite Ellen Page movie Inception? is Hard Candy. Inception's great. Oh, she was in Inception. Yes. Yeah, Inception was fantastic. Uh, you almost had me, but then we made me think of Leonardo DiCaprio, which takes me back to Kyle Rayner. Sissy men I don't like to see. So Wolverine's a lot better. Maybe they're going to cast Leo as Kyle Rayner in the second Green Lantern. Oh, dear. Please. Yeah, there we go. I can see that. They should have a woman <laughs> Green Lantern. Wait, 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 wait. John Stewart. Justice League, right? Well, yeah, there's there actually there's actually a lot of rumors that Idris Elba Really? The guy from Pacific Rim right, right, is right. going to be uh, John Stewart. But uh, again, these are just rumors. Nothing's confirmed. Well, we have a British John Stewart or an English John Stewart then. Probably an English John Stewart. I like him British better. I like British accents. I don't write these movies. I just watch them. They make me very happy. They make me think of tea. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know what that is. 
mixed between Jamaican and British. Which <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite characters, Jar Jar Binks? Come on now. And cool runnings? <laughs> John John Stewart? Hey, coach, want to kiss my egg? Coach! Oh my goodness. I'm giving something away. We're, we're going to get to the giveaway. We got, we got one more one more topic we wanted to touch on. I don't really know how good this is going to be. So we tried comic book theater, and it was a train wreck. Oh, it was. It was, was failed train. miserably. It was horrible. So instead, we're going to try something a little bit different. We're going to have role-play character battles. Oh, dear. Because <laughs> this isn't any different. Will is going to play one of his favorite characters, Aquaman. Aye. And Miguel is going to play one of his favorite characters, Merman. Merman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> and we're going to have a debate over who would win in a fight. Between? Between Aquaman and Merman. That's easy. Why? Because Aquaman... State your case, Aquaman. Why, how would you beat Merman? By the beard of Poseidon, I have no weakness. I actually have one, but you don't know it. You're gay and you wear yellow <laughs> orange and green pants? <laughs> the green pants help me disguise under the sea. Did you know? Your weakness is Aqualad. Leave <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool out of this. He's my son. Many we, people don't know that. We know where your scepter lies. <laughs> Get on your seahorse. This is going pretty good, actually. I have friends as Skeletor, Evil In, and Beastman. But do you have a trident? Yes. Aquaman's going down. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> so who would win in a fight, and how would you win? You can't get outside assistance for your friends. I don't keep saying Skeletor and stuff, but that's just to intimidate you. <laughs> okay, well, as Aquaman, we would be underwater. I'm a fish man. I'm a king of the sea, and I rule over you. No. Yes. I control... Sea creatures. What sea creatures? Have you never watched the show? Seriously? <laughs> Have you never watched E-Man? But I am king of the ocean. <laughs> and you wear green spandex. They help me camouflage. Have you not seen... Okay. The water is blue. <laughs> no, down on the bottom is green. Americans dump oil down there. Come on. Did you not read the last few issues of Aquaman? <laughs> I should summon creatures. Like you can. I can shoot water bubbles. Fucking <laughs> <Open> champagne! <laughs> oh my god. I have Myrna. No. Who? Myrna. Who? Myrna. Myrna who? Myrna. <laughs> oh dear, it's been a while. I need to If memory serves me correct, didn't she like kill him or betray him? We she don't betray him, him, I believe. I can come back from the dead with a black ring. And you die. Again? I not died once. <laughs> Very, very true. Skel Skeletor can bring him back to life anytime he wants to, so... Okay. Do you have a Kraken? My Kraken would be... He's got deep-sea monsters. Yes. I've got Krakens. I have deep-sea monsters. But my Krakens... Are I mean, never mind they got killed during their second appearance on the show. <laughs> hey, they they hey, exist. Hey, hey, are you on? <laughs> my Krakens are bigger than yours. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Aqualad said... <laughs> I got the black mantle for you. Tadpole, get the yardstick. <laughs> you ride seahorses. Seahorses are very majestic and powerful animals. They have eyelashes. <laughs> they do. And what do you do when your sea creatures have dust in their eyes? <laughs> he's a, he's a, a cruel creature. warlock. He doesn't care. I'm a sea creature. I think Aquaman would I still have nails. win. I have nails. And gloves. I have claws. I have gloves. <laughs> 
In the water? Yes. <laughs> Have you tried to hold on to a fish? They're slippery. My clothes. <laughs> you slippery, slippery fish. fish. You know? <laughs> How else do you fight an octopus? <laughs> With your sword? <laughs> or my trident. Which shoots thunderbolts and lightning, thank you. And bubbles. <laughs> and bubbles. You guys are missing the simplest solution to this. He already said he's a sea creature. Aquaman controls sea creatures. I already told him Therefore that. Therefore you lose. I already told him that. Not a real sea creature. I'm yeah. a sea man. You are a sea man. Oh. But see, I have the same... <laughs> I win. In, in your eye, I win. You can't see. You, you got a little seaman next to you. Down south very quick. All right, listeners, we're going to end right there. There's no real clear way to win to to end this. So, if you want to cast your vote for who won, log on to our Facebook page, facebook.com/comicalpodcast, or log on to Twitter. Twitter.com at Comical Podcast and tell us who you think won this fight. Merman! <laughs> I personally think it was Merman. The voice is just so great. Hey, man. But I'll leave it up to our listeners to decide. By the beard of Poseidon, <laughs> release the Kraken. Don't play with your tadpole. Keep your Krakens in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Last episode, we decided to give away a copy of. Deadly Class number one, because it was our pick of the week for the first week we did this. It's a fantastic book, and all you had to do to enter the contest was log on to our Facebook page or our Twitter and post your favorite superhero. Unfortunately, few people did that. We got a lot of likes on all of my posts about uh, entering the contest, but nobody actually typed anything. So I guess I'm just going to go ahead and give it to... I'm going to enter all the people that gave us a like. Uh, what I'm going to do is I got the list of all the people that entered, and I'm going to roll a dice to pick one at random. Did our guest enter the contest? No, he didn't. I'll tell you what. I'll add Will to the list. It's only fair. He did. Uh, he did decide to come here and be a good sport and be a part of this. Your sympathy, Aquaman has. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Aqualad the consoling. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Aqualad is his son. It's a son figure, like Robin is to Batman. He still calls him Tadpole. <laughs> <laughs> different time, different meanings. It's like buddy. You know what I'm saying? You know come what I'm here, saying? I know what you're saying. And Thank here you, we go. Alright, so I'm going to roll a dice, and each person that has entered into this competition has a number assigned to them. Wait, all this equipment in the studio and we're using a die? <laughs> yes. This equipment costs money, yo. <laughs> I could have used a random number generator can, on my computer. Can, can we just put numbers on the back of all these uh, Deadpool busts and then just let the cat pick one? Which that's, one that's, far, that's far too fancy of a determination <laughs> method. So I'm going to roll this dice, and then we will announce the winner. Number four... Mr. Rick Lopez. Rick Lopez! I believe that is somebody related to Miguel. Yes. Or he could just be another Mexican. No. <laughs> Actually, I think he is. He might be here illegally. <laughs> You're Mexican? No. Who's Mexican? Miguel's Mexican. You're Mexican? No. I thought you were Texan. I am a Texan. His, name is, his name is Miguel Garza. I hail from the wonderful state of Texas. So, Rick Lopez, you just need to send me a message on Facebook with your address, and I will be mailing out your copy of Deadly Class Number 1. Can I just give it to him? I know where he lives. Or if you would rather have Miguel bring it to you, that is also an option. Then <laughs> you will post Watch Miguel's. out, he might come in the back door. Whoa! <laughs> no, we don't roll that way. He's not Tadpole, and I'm not Aquaman. Thanks. But thanks, thanks to the few people that did listen, and we're going to have another giveaway in a couple of weeks. Uh, Making pictures. 
<laughs> of our guests. He doesn't know they took them. <laughs> We're having a giveaway in another couple of weeks. Uh, Will is going to be doing a John Stewart cosplay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll have something else good to give away in a couple of weeks. So just keep listening. And uh, we'll have more prizes as the show goes on. So, How do you not know what I am? I'm diverse. What are you? (laughs) 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 Next week, we're going to have a very special guest via Skype. His name is Omar Spahi, and he is the writer of an upcoming book that was featured in this month's previews called Faniel, which is the story of a younger kid who has known death his whole life. You know, his, his friends have died, his family has died, everybody he's ever been close to has been taken from him. And uh, he comes to find out that he's actually the child of death. And it's a really interesting looking story with a lot of really badass art. Just say it, the story is going to be awesome, and I, the art's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be excellent. And I'm really looking forward to talking to this guy and interviewing him. So everybody, please make sure you tune in next week. And uh, if you have any questions you want me to ask this guy, please post them on our Facebook or our Twitter. Yes. Um, again, it's facebook.com slash comical podcast or on Twitter. We're at Comical Podcast. And again, you can find us on our website at comicalpodcast.com, where you can subscribe to us via Stitcher or iTunes. Uh, we'd also really appreciate it if you would go on iTunes and give us a rating of uh, five stars, hopefully, <laughs> and possibly a really good review. Two yeah. dongs up. Exactly. <laughs> yes, give us give us five dongs up. We really need it. <laughs> That's pretty amazeballs that uh, Omar Spahi is going to be on the show. and uh... I'm, I'm really excited about it. I've been talking to him on Twitter a little bit, and... Uh, I'm really looking forward to having him on here. He's also written another series called Xenoglyphs, and he's the, I think he's the owner of the OSSM Publishing Company. So make sure to tune in and listen to this. And if it sounds really cool to you, uh, talk to your local comic shop and ask them to order you a copy when it comes out in April. You must. So ready to go in my box. Yep, me too. I'm pretty psyched about this. Me too. Pretty series I'm I'm looking forward to. That's pretty much all I got for today. I mean, we, we covered a lot of topics. We talked a lot about Will. Thanks for coming, man. I just lost my tens and tens of fans. <laughs> I, think you, I think you gained tens and tens of ours, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still need to find a good way to close the show. We don't have a closing, a strong closing. I mean, I always just give our websites and our Facebook and our Twitter, but we don't have a good way to like break out of this thing. We need a saying. We need a saying. We need a catchphrase. And I have one. What? It's going to cost you. What's it going to cost me? Your taco truck. No. <laughs> I come up with my own sayings. I don't need your help. <laughs> Potatoes out! (laughs) (laughs) From my heart to yours. That's Paula Dean. No. From my dong to yours. (laughs) No, that doesn't work. No. Remember, America, if you got a dong. (laughs) (laughs) I had something the other day and I forgot. Could use it as a closer. Well, at least one of you out there is going to get this, so. Bye, Felicia!